1: Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford, Whoa. ooh, and Tim Kalpakis. What is up? And we're your host, the Sloppy Boys. Yeah.
2: Michael, cracking a crispy coldy cracker. Little
1: sfx. I'm drinking. Uh, I'm drinking a uh, the, an ode to Rooster McConaughey's son, a Miller Light. Yes, mm. yes. Mm.
2: Mm. Uh, you gotta love that can. The Miller Lite can. L I T E doesn't even say Miller on it. They just trust you. Know?
1: Have you driven by the? Is, is it a brewery or like a distribution center where like the the giant silos? Yeah, a distribution. Are, yeah, yeah. They're painted like giant cans. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty cool.
2: Um, you know why that can just says light on it is that back in the seventies, Miller bought a company called Light that just made light beer. Oh, and that's where the Miller like came from were
1: they like the first group to do light light briskets?
2: they had that whole thing where people didn't men didn't want light beer so then when miller bought it they had to be like tastes great and it's less filling and they didn't even broadcast the fact that it had lower calories because like, <laughs> i don't want i want calories man i need
1: my calories <laughs>
2: i want to be i want to be fat <laughs> i want every last calorie there is <laughs>
1: Uh, I went to the grocery store today. Nice. Hoping to find some of that Topo Chico. Okay. Oh, that's out now? I mean, it's out in stores? People are, I'm seeing it out in the world, but... Couldn't find it today. Ooh, that sucks.
2: You struck out. Wait, and Mike, why do you have to ask? Do you not listen to booze news? It was covered
1: on this broadcast. Booze news is kind of like uh, I sort of tune out until it's till I have something to say about booze you news. But what? I'm kind of done. I'm kind of done. You're over that's it. A, that's a moment for me to take a break and just charge up for the drink. Oh, it's boy. times like
2: this I wish I could just kill
1: you. <laughs> and how would you go about doing that?
2: Well, I would buy a firearm But, uh, you know, with background <laughs> checks And all that stuff oh, There's just too God. many obstacles to buying a gun
1: Then I guess I'll just keep doing what I'm doing
2: um, <laughs> Now, hey, we mentioned uh, Well, a type of seltzer
1: Sure, yes
2: And that brings us into a little type of a segment That is called Bip, 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 bip.
1: Hit it Ooh, It's booze news, you filthy animal this just in vermouth month has been cancelled
2: negronis will fuck you up (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. a bull shot ain't bullshit
2: life is a golden dream
1: the bud light seltzer sweater pack isn't even a cocktail but whatever it's booze news
0: (laughs) (laughs) i like my russians white wait that sounds bad
3: breaking news Cuba Libra's in. Rum and Coke's out. Booze news, your fuck. What's the matter? Can't you handle a little booze news? You twat. <laughs> oh, nice.
1: <laughs> you twat. Wow. Sent
2: to us by Company K. That had a little bit of a Ferris Bueller kind of
1: a thing. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I believe oh. it did, Tim. Uh, that sounds like this person was typing... Uh, doing that, like, type-speak thing. Yeah, they that used kind of, all
2: the accents, didn't
1: they? Man, well, <laughs> the file is called Text-to-Speech Reads the Booze News. <laughs> well,
2: there Ooh. you go. Um, I thought I heard toward the end there, was that a Wilhelm scream? That, ah! the <laughs> famous I think so. film scream. If you've got a Booze News theme song, send it into the Sloppy Boys podcast at gmail.com. Okay, guys, what do we always pretty much talk about in this segment, we started the show and we said, "Let's be on top of what's happening in the culture and yeah. the zeitgeist." And on every week, we pretty much end up talking about
1: seltzer. Seltzer. Seltzers. seltzer's the thing. Good God, it's let's get away thing. from the seltzer.
2: Well, you want to get away from it, but at the same time, it's like that's what's happening out there. So oh. we, we're we have we're like grizzled journalists who are who are getting drunk. And we're mad that we have to
1: cover so it. we're gonna still talk about yeah, so, we're still so okay. Okay, well, still do it. Seems like
2: I would like never I part. wouldn't make us talk about a boring aspect of it. There's something interesting that happened because we, we talked about the Topo Chicos. We always we do whole episodes about the Bud Light, but who started it all?
1: White, White claw. claw. There
2: you go. The White claw. I found this was very interesting. White Claw has just now launched its first ad campaign. It's first real global.
1: Wow. Because they never needed to. They let social media. It's just been word of mouth.
2: Isn't that crazy? That like the the summer of 2019, it was all just word of mouth and it was a viral. People made enough memes about it. And you had people saying, ain't no law when you're drinking the claw. And none of that came from White Claw.
1: (laughs) People should make more memes about us. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, geez. Slop heads, get on it. Hey, also, make us a fucking Wikipedia. We don't know how to do that. Oh, hey, now <laughs> we're getting somewhere. Put us on there. I don't –
2: none of us have individual pages. It's crazy. No. I don't think so. I'm an Emmy nominee, okay? Put that on there. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Galbag is Emmy nominee. Source okay. <laughs> needed. <laughs> this is a stub. <laughs> the the White Claw so, – so they just came out with this ad campaign – and it's called Let's White Claw.
1: No. Kind of
2: like, yeah. how do you white claw? Yeah.
1: It was so much better when they were just crowdsourcing and letting people <laughs> do it. Like, I mean, well, they can't say ain't no law when you're drinking the claw, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but Let's White Claw. Let's White Claw.
2: Um, and cool. they came out with a commercial. They've got commercials now airing on TV. The Mersh? The Mersh. And uh, we haven't seen these yet, so I wanted to send you guys the link. Gadoosh, here's a one-minute commercial from White Claw. And I figured this would be kind of a cool live watch
1: Mm, type of mm -hmm. thing
2: where we all – we hit play together.
1: This could be a popular video,
2: like Sloppy Boys react to – Exactly. So if you want to start at the very beginning, and we have to say – Three, two, one, play. And then we'll all hit play on the word play and um, and you know share our reactions as we
1: watch. Okay, great. Yeah. And what's going on? Should we say what's going on or are we trusting you well, at what, home? We'll describe
2: watch? what's going on because I I guess I have an image in my head of what I think White Claw is, but I have no idea what the company thinks they are and, who, oh, and what they're going for.
1: Right, right, right. Are you guys ready to click play? Yes. Three, two, one, play. Okay. So it's sort of a Lizzo knockoff. Okay, yeah. Black and white. Oh, very much a Lizzo. People in balloons. Some skateboarding. Yeah, That's sort of what I thought of. Look, they're young. They're hip. There's a lot of um, sports going on. Roller sports. Roller Roller skating. skating,
2: Skateboarding. Headphones.
1: Hip. Very hip people. I'm surprised we're not in this uh, match.
2: (laughs) I think I caught a glimpse of us in there. Disco ball
1: in the (laughs) fridge. Oh, we're dancing. We're cheersing on the beach at night. We're cheersing on the beach. That's what kind of, yep. A little volleyball, good. I'm seeing
2: a lot of dyed hair, a lot of cool looks.
1: Yeah, it's just sort of like jumping around, throwing paint around here. We're shaking our hair. Uh huh.
2: Is this not the real Lizzo, Jeff? Is this a, a knockoff?
1: If I was Lizzo, I would be embarrassed if, if I, I followed feel- up. Um, okay. What, what's feeling good as hell? But that, that piano loop though, I definitely
2: know that uh, as a real Wait, song. Wait,
1: Jeff, that what well, you just said, that the good as hell. That sounds a lot like my uh the song I sang when I met Lizzo that one time. Remember I had oh, the diarrhea yes. and uh, Oh yeah. I had to shit myself. Yeah. Yeah, huh. and you had to check for turds, I think, right? Yeah. That's yeah, that's yeah, right. That that's right. Now, now was that a blowout? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in in one way or another it quite was a blowout, Jeff. Hmm. Blowout. Blow out my ass.
2: I gotta say that that the the name "Let's Wait Claw." Mm -hmm. I was ready, getting ready to hate that, but I think that they kind of it's hard. Coolness is a hard thing for an ad campaign to do. Uh, but those people were cool, and it was kind of scrappier, like a shaky camera, chilled out black and white. I was afraid it was going to be really glossy and cheesy.
1: Well, you know, it, what it reminds me of is like Levi's had a campaign that was all black and white and sort of karaoke like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, it was, and, and the, it was called like, Get Lost or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Get Lost, asshole. <laughs> uh, or like, Wild and Free or whatever. <laughs> Um, but you know, they're trying to be cool. They got, they got the coolest people they could find to look like they're having fun and we're all invited. So, you know what I thought there that it was all black and white. And I thought to myself, White Claw is not a black and white company. This is exciting stuff. And then when they show the can at the end, it really pops off the black and white. So yeah, oh. it's now getting it. Now I want to actually enjoy this thing.
2: Okay. Do you think that that was intentional that they, that when they show this commercial, they're hoping people would want to drink the drink from it? Yeah, (laughs) by by the
1: end, they want people to drink it. I mean, it does stand out to if you're the biggest drink, if you're if you're the big beverage and you have a black and white commercial, you're you're zigging when they expect you to zag, you know,
2: they feel like they got it in the bag. They don't need to impress us. They're just like, we're we're white claw. You know it. Let's white claw together. Yeah.
1: Do you remember? <laughs> yeah. Don't do you remember core us, get to the core us. Some of the first <laughs> videos we made before Birthday Boys even, we were like, hey, yeah, we'll make internet videos and our thing will be that they're in black and white. <laughs> Yikes. And then when what we. A dumb thing. And then IFC, when we did have a show, was just, we had some sketches that were in black and white and they were like, please don't do black and white. For our, if you see our metrics, it's just an instant turn off. People do instantly change the channel if if it's black and white.
2: Well, that's why Clerks 2 was in color because the studio told Kevin Smith, like, we will not make a black and white movie. So it's this or nothing, dude.
1: Yeah. And they even, IFC was even like, sepia, please, sepia. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Just put a little brown in there. (laughs) And we were like,
2: hey, we got brown in the back of our pants. We're fine with putting some of that on this.
1: And not just a little. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we're talking long logs folks I can't get away from this stuff <laughs> can't run fast enough to get away from it
2: hey speaking of brown and white claw they also <laughs> uh, just to button the, the white claw a bit they just put out an iced tea That they're kind of following Who's boozy the iced tea a, a hard iced tea uh, I feel like Bud Light has already done that and yeah, so it's so
1: like truly, I feel like everybody's sort of like, well, we're doing the seltzer. Now we're also doing lemonades and iced teas and it's a lot. It's, it's too much to try. There's too many companies trying to keep, keep up with each other and copy this person and do and that. And we're
2: not, it's not like we were all excited to have infinite choices of malt beverages. Right. We just wanted a nice light alternative to
1: beer. Hey, Tig's hey. in the house. Okay. We got to pause booze news. We got fan favorite Tig. <laughs> Tig. Here. Tig. Here. Oh, she's trying to tickle me. Hey,
2: Tig, tell us, what do you think of iced tea? Do you like iced tea? Do the kids even drink iced
1: tea anymore? No, she's shaking her head no. She's shaking she's, her head no. Do you oh, she could not be less interested. It? It's
2: got too much caffeine
1: for the kids. Do you want to tell them about the fort we made?
2: Oh, we made a huge fort.
1: <laughs> Was it safe? <laughs> we, we made a huge fort. We got uh, some. Is it regulation? Is it up to code? It's, like apart- it's your apartment, right? You got your... your... No, I'm going to sleep in it tonight. You're going to oh. sleep in that fort? No, what do you do? You like iced
2: tea? No. no. <laughs> Why not? Because it has caffeine in it. Oh, and oh, you need sleep. You need your uh, sleep yes. now. But Tig, we know that you like milk,
1: right? Yeah. Do you yeah. like
0: the taste milk? Yeah. Have any Tig, good milk
1: Tig, since the last time we talked? Tig, let's say you could have any drink in the world. What is it? I want to know what the kids are thinking these days. What's the best What's of all your drinks? Vitamin water. Vitamin water. Oh, <laughs> hey. What flavor? Um, Red. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> nice
2: try, Jeff. I Guess like, all the colors. Um, purplish one at the dining hall. Dragon
1: fruit? Power no. C? Dragon fruit? No. I think it's grape. No, it's like purplish, <laughs> grape. maroonish. Maroonish? I'll take purplish. Mm-mm. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry to ask such
2: a. It? We really didn't mean to ask a personal question that would send you into a quandary.
1: <laughs> I'll take purplish vitamin water. That's yeah, that sounds great. as good an answer as I was. Purplish I'll vitamin get. water is the top. The tops. You heard it here first, folks. Purplish at the dining hall. The I'm place. not sure what they have there, and it's at the dining hall. <laughs> we'll check it out for sure. I'll keep everyone updated. Get on down ah. to that dining hall, folks. <laughs> She's gonna go ask her dad. <laughs> Slamming the door For those new to the podcast, that is Niece of the podcast, Tig Hanford Ooh, the official niece of the pod <laughs> Niece of the pod Want to have a pod? You gotta have a niece Well, Tim, you got a niece of the pod Oh, do I have a niece? No We <laughs> weren't sure? No, 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 no
2: Yeah, I got a niece of the pod, Scarlet And I'll find out what her favorite vitamin water is Oop, Here comes the update What is
1: it? It's pomegranate Pomegranate yeah. ah, we go. Pomegranate <laughs> vitamin water is the fave
2: you charged back in, you knew you got the answer, you were ready to announce
1: <laughs> it to the world. You asked Dad and he said pomad.
2: <laughs> Dad always knows.
1: Okay. So we're gonna wrap up booze news. Are we wrapping up booze news? Yeah. Alright, get out of here, you lovable little <laughs> scamp.
2: <laughs> oh my god, he threw her out the window. <laughs> there she's gone. She's gone. We gotta <laughs> alert child services to No.
1: No. So, you're telling me we're going from booze news to bees knees?
2: Whoa, That's right, come on Jeff. now.
1: That is right. What's next? Buzz Nuz? Well, hopefully. <laughs> Ooh, who knows? Butts
2: Nuts? <laughs> the plan was to do Butts Nuts next, if you're okay with it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, let me get into this drink here. So, picture this. <laughs> I'm I'm picturing it. It's 1920, and the sloppy boys are walking down the street in our short coat tuxedos and (laughs) patent leather shoes. (laughs) We are dressed to the nines, swanky. I mean, we look downright fire AF. And we duck into an alley and find a craggy old wooden door and give it a knock, knock, knock. And a little window on the door slides open, and we give them the password... Blind tiger, and the door <laughs> opens. Inside is a raucous party filled with music and flappers and illegal hooch from wall to wall. This place is the cat's pajamas. The cat's pajamas? <laughs> this place is the cat's pajamas. It's hotsy totsy In other words, <laughs> this place is Fire AF. <laughs> We find a place in the bar, order ourselves three orders of this week's cocktail, the Bees Knees, and quickly get ourselves spificated. <laughs> Folks, it's the Bees Knees today. Whoa, wow. bro, I- Did you guys feel like you were in 1920s New York I City? I
2: legitimately was afraid that the cops were going to arrest me for having a drink.
1: Did it feel like I was reading that, or I was just kind of coming up that off the top of my head? I
2: um, I thought you were spitting it from the dome. No, Mike, oh, cool. I
1: felt like I was walking down the street and knocking on a craggy door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the door is craggy. Yes, yes, today we were talking about Prohibition-era drink, the bee's knees.
2: Now, you mentioned um, the cat's pajamas. That's right. I always feel that's the other way. You know when you have like a... When, when you have a dress-up party and we're like, hey, it's an old Gatsby thing or whatever, I feel like bee's knees and cat's pajamas are the two things that people say too much. So they,
1: they yes, go, Fair. I agree. But th- that, I looked it up, and this word, the bee's knees phrase came from uh, the 18th century when, and it first meant something that is very small and uh, insignificant. Like, uh, like the knees huh, of a bee. Like the, the knees of a bee. Or Tim, <laughs> like that uh, little thing you're always poking around in your underpants. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> to be fair, I am always smoking it around in there.
1: <laughs> small, small and insignificant. No, it's significant. It's significant. It it's has significance.
2: significance. It's good. <laughs> it has a lot of meaning to a lot of people.
1: But then uh, for somehow it just like became uh, to mean something that's cool or swell. Uh, mm. And I think people think that it probably just became that because the structure is the same as like the cat's pajamas or the flea's eyebrows. I saw a few more of these and I wrote them down. <laughs> The cat's whiskers, the eel's ankles, the elephant's instep, the is snakes. Is it always hip. the animals? Yeah, thing? the animals. Something hmm. the capybaras spit. The capybara's spats. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. These are all stretches. So, so this is one of those drinks where uh, there is like I went on Wikipedia, and it's a very just like the bee's knees was invented by Frank Mayer, an Australian-born, part Jewish bartender who was the first head bartender at the Ritz Paris in 1921. Ritz Paris. Yeah. Mm when it's Café Parisian opened its door. But there are other stories that like, so maybe it started there, but it got big in uh, the U.S. during uh, speakeasy days Mm. because people were drinking a lot of bathtub gin and the ingredients, which I'll get into in a second, uh, cover up the bathtub gin taste, which is probably pretty intense. The hooch taste. The hooch. So let's see. I guess we can talk about what's in it. There's, I mean, that's it. I'm sure there's different, Ways you can make this thing, but who cares? Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> this isn't a cocktail podcast where we care about <laughs> that type of shit. No, I agree. No, I mean, like, oh,
1: what are the variations? Yeah. You know, blah blah. I, you don't have an internet on your phone, you can't find this stuff out. So the the big one though that we discussed is like, do we do the version with orange juice or yeah. not? So so here's here's a recipe we have on the IBA we got from the IBA, which as this is an IBA podcast, that's what we're going with. So (laughs) 1.77 ounces of dry gin, Uh 0.75 ounces of lemon juice, Mm -hmm. 0.75 ounces of orange juice, Mm -hmm. and two teaspoons honey syrup. Stir honey syrup with lemon and orange juice until it dissolves. Add gin and shake with ice. Strain into chilled cocktail glass. That's interesting, letting it, like, adding the booze last. Like, doing something with it, and then adding booze, and then shaking it. Well, uh, Jack Schramm would like that because he, he's a big That's advocate true. of adding yeah. booze last. Hey, I looked up uh, honey syrup. Uh-huh. It's not just honey. Oh, shit. It's honey syrup. It's half water, half honey. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. So you can make Same it. Same way that simple syrup is one part uh, water, one part sugar. Yeah. Honey syrup, one part honey, one part water. So you can make your own honey syrup.
2: Yeah. I think that, yes, yeah. you can make your own honey syrup if you have access to water. Um, and honey. Sure. I think that that's just almost the thing that just makes it more pourable and workable for a bartender. So mm-hmm. they do that. And then I did it half and half, uh, water and honey. And then I've seen other places. It's like, you know, I, it's better if it's two parts water and one part. Of <laughs> yep. yeah. uh, so I, you know, whatever uh, honey syrup. The idea is that it's, it's, you mix your honey with some water. Yeah. Get off our backs about it.
1: So the big debate other than the honey water, uh, ratios that we've talked about is orange juice or no orange juice. Oh, here we go. Here it comes. The big debate. What the damn hell are we doing with this stuff? Because we've seen a lot of, I mean, the IBA website is still down. We all know that. And that sucks. Those people need to get their act together. That just really sucks. (laughs) That really sucks for us, for the listener, for other booze IBA podcasts out there. (laughs) So we're. I think we're going to start with the orange juice, but we saw so many that were just like, not uh didn't have orange juice in it at all,
2: yeah. I think that the vast majority of cocktail recipes we saw they don't put orange juice, and I do think the original one that we would have had during prohibition is just gin, honey,
1: mm-hmm.
2: lemon, so this- and honey is the active ingredient. So, this OJ, the IBA is doing something kind of weird. But we are committed to being an IBA podcast for some fucking reason. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> we painted ourselves so I think corner. Even though it's weird, I think we should do we should try it with the orange juice, do yeah. our due diligence. And then maybe later, um, I might mix up a second round and do it the non-orange juice way to to try the original sure. old guard one.
1: Now, uh so it's gin and lemon. So I'm already thinking Tom Collins. Yeah. Mm. Maybe that's the orange juice kind of is the deciding factor to pull away from it. It's me.
2: funny. You know, I was just thinking, you said this was invented at the Ritz in Paris, right? Uh-huh. I think that that uh, – I've never been there, but I think that was sort of like the, the cool, immovable feast type of like all the American writers were hanging out at that Ritz in Paris in the 20s. Mm-hmm. And what's mm-hmm. so weird is that they didn't have prohibition there. They had prohibition in America. Yeah. So – why are they using bathtub gin and why are they covering it up if they're in France? Where yeah, you maybe- can drink whatever the fuck you
1: want. <laughs> That's a good question, Tim. That is a very good question. I, I, I don't, I don't know the answer. Which I I'm not going to
2: sleep a wink tonight.
1: Did you? Did you guys know how long Prohibition lasted for? It was nine 19? years, I think. Huh? Uh, nine, I guess. Nine, Jeff. What's your biggest guess? Uh, ten. Thirteen. It's uh. <laughs> 1920 to 1933 from the the Wikipedia I read. That's wild. That's so, so fun. funny because
2: the stock market crash was in 1929 and in my yeah. memory, it's like the same day the prohibition yeah, yeah. ended. But then <laughs> I'm starting to think there are certain little aspects of American culture that I just don't know every single thing about.
1: Yeah. History. History.
2: Uh, fuck it all.
1: Well – Shall we? Let's make this damn thing. Let's make one of these big orange juicy (laughs) drinks. (laughs) Yeah, mix it up in an orange juice peel. (laughs) Folks, we'll be right back
0: up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
3: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, folks. Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you got to get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something and you get I just got to tell someone this, I just got to fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now, look, you know me. I've been to therapy. I'm the therapy guy. I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what? My two co hosts piss me off on a daily basis. I've got, it's weighing me down. What am I gonna do? That, of course, is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell a therapist what you're feeling, and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now, listen to this. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to... Your schedule. That's right, you just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So, folks, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/sloppyboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. dot com/sloppyboys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest. Have a great time. Hey, folks, we want to slow down for a second and talk about a podcast we love called You Are Worthy with Lil Mookie B. It's a podcast about empathy, therapy, positivity and love, among others. Comedian, actor and social media influencer Michael Mookie Blakelock, a.k.a. Lil Mookie B, began attending therapy just a few months ago. And instead of keeping the gifts of therapy to himself, he has decided to spread the love and positivity throughout the world by sharing the message of therapy and making sure that people understand that they desperately need therapy too, so that they can be just like him and have empathy just like he does. Wow, what a mission he's on. Each episode, Mookie welcomes your favorite comedians and improvisers, other than himself, of course, upon the podcast. As if that wasn't enough, he will share with you what he's learned in therapy that week, lead you through guided meditations and affirmations to help you through your boring everyday life, and answer life advice questions from listeners whose lives are falling apart. It's a great podcast. What can I say? We love Mookie. He's helping people. He's doing the work. You have to check it out. Listen everywhere podcasts are listened to, and remember that you are Worthy with Lil Mookie Bee. And we're back talking to Bee's knees. We got the Bee's knees happening here. Whoa. <laughs> Guys, this one was a little. Th-
2: this was a pain in the ass, huh? Well, the numbers were weird. How am I going to get twenty two point yeah. five milliliters? Come on!
1: I wish I had done the the syrup ahead of time or like me too the syrupy stuff. My honey was old. Eww. I had like an old Subi oh yeah yeah honey bear, and um, you know <laughs> honey doesn't go bad. That's one of the good things about honey. You can keep it for years. It just goes uh, shitty. Yeah, it just gets like shitty and hard and doesn't really dissolve well.
2: I (laughs) had pre-mixed my honey syrup thinking I was oh so smart. And then I fucked up mixing. I I put the wrong measurements of some stuff. And then luckily I had used what we learned in cocktail class. Mm. I hadn't yet put in the gin, but I Mm. put the wrong amount of shit in and I dumped out. and said, I'm starting from scratch.
1: Well, shall we sip? Yeah, this smells pretty good. Don't get swayed. There we go. Mmm. Okay. I'd be okay, i rather like that. Oh, yes. Yes, I do find this to be the eels' hips. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yes, the,
1: the elephant's pantaloons. Yeah.
2: I'm starting to think this is the bear's ass.
1: <laughs> the bear's big bloody asshole.
2: You know, after yeah. all our fretting about orange juice, you don't even taste too much the O.J., Hey, this is a springtime cocktail, right, guys? Oh, now you're
1: getting it.
2: I feel like buzz, buzz, buzz. I'm a Mm -hmm. little bee out there in the meadow picking up a Mm. little pollen from the lemons, a little pollen (laughs) from the oranges. (laughs) Yes,
1: yes. And then
2: I crank them into my own honey.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is funny to think of like, you know, at the time, like a swinging party and it's raucous and like you're not supposed to be like doing this thing. It's illegal. And it's like, ooh, I'm going to have this illegal drink. It's kind of like a punch. Yeah. How do you guys feel about honey as a flavor? Not the biggest fan. I, You know, I could put it on some oatmeal to help out there. Uh, I'd put it on some bunches of oats. Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, I, it's a it's a fine flavor. It's not something I'm eating on its own. I think I associate it with, like, tea when I'm sick or something. And so I just, like, I'm not crazy about honey. Uh,
2: That's but- funny because when I was mixing this up, I did got a whiff of the honey. And I was like... This tastes like old granny tea or smells like it's mm. going to be old. But then in the in the concoction here, it doesn't taste like honey. It just, it tastes floral. Everything mm. is
1: floral. Well, Tim, that's why they added it to give it that floral flavor. Mm. <laughs> you know what I forgot to do again and I always forget is to, to damn it, to chill my cocktail glass.
2: <laughs> One of these sure. days, Mike, you had a smoldering hot cocktail glass, didn't you?
1: I accidentally first, before I got lemon juice, got lime juice. Mm. And I'm thinking to myself, I got lemon juice finally, but I thought to myself, lime juice might actually be okay here. Mm-hmm. Hey, it helps with the uh, spritz. Yeah, that's right. Don't spritz me. <laughs> Don't spritz me. I wonder how they're doing. Those the Germans, Germans in- I bothered At <laughs> the pool. Um, what do you guys use for ingredients?
2: Top of the line, oh, oh artisan craft. Ooh,
1: my gin was Gordon, was Gordon's gin? Is that a, okay? Yeah. yeah, Gordon's gin. Oh yeah, Gordon's Gordon's dry. So that's a dry gin. What's Tanqueray? Is that dry? That's wet. Oh okay. yeah, I think it's sobbing. Oh. The drippiest gin they got. That's a moist. That's a moist moist gin. <laughs> People don't like that word moist. <laughs> moist, especially when you say like this moist <laughs> moist. Moist I kind of like it. I read
2: an article about this because I wrote a sketch about words that turn people off. And mm. the most popular one is moist. And the second most popular one is panties. Uh, <laughs> I don't
1: like panties. That's that's a tough one to say.
2: This is kind of like almost like one of those cilantro we thinks where there's certain people that are like, Yo, and other people are like, Yeah, I guess it's kind of gross. When you think of moist and panties, Jeff, do they
1: <laughs> Well, thinking of them together? That's different. Uh, yeah. together. <laughs> You set us up for that.
2: Because I, I read like a academic piece about this, so I want to know what you think. Do you think it's something of the actual sound or do you think it's just the the words, what they mean?
1: Wait, Tim, it was an academic piece? Yeah. Yeah, I probably read the same one.
2: <laughs> but you don't remember it at all?
1: Yeah, who wrote it? What professor actually did end up writing that one?
2: So wait, you, you know enough of the... Professors in Yeah,
1: I know a lot of the professors who write a lot of the intellectual pieces. Jeff, this is amazing. Mike is like basically a genius. I know. I can't believe we we have him here. No, get out of it let's get off me, Jeff. All right, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm running out of steam here. (laughs) (laughs) Um so the content versus uh form versus content is what we're talking. Yep. The content doesn't bother me in either case. I uh for whatever reason, just like Syllabically and like the vowels of panties, just feels like I don't like saying it.
2: Well, according to Mike's professor friends, it is not the sound. It has nothing to do. They said that there was that the word panties and the word moist have nothing in common. They had ten other words that people had flagged, and there was nothing linguistically about them. But if you're a prudish little puritan like Dutton, (gasps) and you you think.
1: Oh, bet the b- panties, get them away from me. <laughs> no, no, that's not what I say. I say call them something else, but send them my way. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I don't like? It's not a word, it's a phrase. Crisp cock scraping against the asphalt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just oh yeah, hate crisp that. cock? There's Ooh. something about Those that words.
2: It's something about the syllables because I wouldn't really have any trouble with the meaning of that
1: one. Mm-hmm. Ugh, just Tim, sorry, that is alarming to me. Like moist, I have no reaction to. I feel like people shouldn't shouldn't have a reaction to that. Other weird ones, though, I thought were a uh, month. I'm surprised no. I'm surprised nobody reacts <laughs> oh, poorly to month. Well, but
2: no, people love vermouth month.
1: <laughs> sure. Or uh, another one is a sedan. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Tim. Sorry. This professor said what about the words that it's it's not the meaning of them? It is just the sound. It's the content.
2: Oppo- opposite. It's, ah, it, gotcha. They couldn't find anything that any of the words, like the the top 12 gross out words, uh-huh. they had nothing in common sound wise and there was no reason for it. So they do think it's just the meaning. Month? I've never
1: heard month. Do you remember one time at the, uh, at the birthday boy's house, we were watching that 70s show? Not a show that we watched really on any regular basis, but uh, there was a part where Foreman – was uh, Eric Foreman was having some sort of fantasy about like, or daydream about like going into his girlfriend's house and seeing her panties. And And he was like, like, Panties. He's like throwing a big pile of panties in the air. He's like, panties. Yeah, because it was
2: like Donna found somebody else's underwear and then she had a dream that he was like a panty baron. (laughs) (laughs) Panties, panties everywhere. (laughs) Um, Ah, I was thinking that that 70s show I didn't like watch it, watch it. I wouldn't say I was like a viewer of it, Uh but to me, when I think, when I think of multicam sitcoms and I think what was the last one that was good? Yeah. I mean, Seinfeld is probably the only show multicam sitcom that like meant something to me. It was like
1: truly good.
2: But I feel like that 70s show was the last multicam sitcom that I would catch every now and then be like, yeah, it's funny. I like it. Right. And now when you try to, like the networks insist, like, oh yes, the live audience, oh my, oh, the performance style, the tradition, but it's garbage.
1: Yeah, I can't do it. People point to Everybody Loves Raymond as like a mm-hmm. good latter day multi-cam. Uh, sure, and I think that, that one, like as far as post-Seinfeld, there are maybe only those two shows that, <laughs> that, I, that I think of. People like the Gerard Carmichael show, I missed it. Right, right, right. Yeah. Oh my God! Oh, you scared them. They were scared. She didn't want to say goodnight before because she wanted to creep it in scare you. You freaked this out. I gotta change my pants. She's been scaring me all week. Everywhere, every time I turn around, she's jumping out and scaring the heck out of me.
2: <laughs> oh, and she's quite pleased with herself after scaring her uncle's <laughs> podcast mates.
1: Yeah. You're an agent of chaos, Tig. You have no respect for the order of this podcast.
2: Look at her squish the windscreen on the microphone. She doesn't care about anything.
1: Her mom is asking if she is trying to get her to bed. Are you sleeping in the fort tonight? Yeah. Ooh. I might. Okay. Off she goes. A terror. She wanted to scare
2: you. Well, I I, I had something I wanted to ask you guys. Um, Yes. Mike, you you had mentioned a we're talking a lot about one citrus fruit and then we're talking, you mentioned a different citrus fruit. Yeah. Um, Lemons, limes, oranges. Sure. Right, 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 right. So, uh, I was thinking about how, when it comes to those citrus fruits, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. if you're, let's say you're drinking a Mexican cerveza, right? Mm -hmm. Some people will, will think of a certain one they want to squeeze in the top of that long neck bottle.
1: Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm.
2: it's kind of a fun, fun thing to do in the summer. You get a nice, cold uh, cerveza and you yeah. uh, give it a little
1: squeeze. Pop it down the neck and you, you put your thumb on the bottle and you tip it upside down. Turn yeah. it upside it's down,
2: like, get a little yeah. glug, get it all mixed up in there. Tim, you seem
1: like you're trying to avoid saying a specific uh, fruit. but No, we- I'll say
2: anything. I'll, okay. I'll That's not the thing, but what I was getting at with you guys was... I guess I have my answer already. You guys seem pretty chill about that whole thing, right? Like you're like, yeah, cool. Uh, oh
1: yeah. yeah
2: no don't. biggie. Sure. You <laughs> can squeeze it and you use the fruit if you want to. And I would characterize you guys being more casual about it as opposed to like, you're you're not more in like the Eric Clapton camp about how he feels about all of it. No, about
1: what Eric Clapton feels about. I don't know about that. We're, we're very citrus positive. I don't know about uh, Eric Clapton. Yeah. Well
2: and you're like chill about it and it's it just doesn't weigh heavy on you. Yes.
1: Right. right. It's specifically it seems like you want us to agree. We're very chill about the certain <laughs> Well it's all it's a lighthearted
2: fruit. type of topic for you guys. Yeah, you feel well, like sure. serious about this thing. Well, I like that yeah. that you guys don't get you you don't get like all morose about it. But it, well <laughs> yeah, no not morose. Do you do you know this thing about like how Eric Clapton wrote a song about it? What? No. No. Oh, well he it's honestly not his best work but He's just so, he he can be kind of a heavy, dour kind of a guy. And and yeah, I just feel like he's taking things a little bit seriously
1: here, especially Uh, when it comes to citrus, it sounds like,
2: right? And 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 like beers and stuff along those lines. Oh,
1: okay. And stuff, okay. And stuff along that. I mean, I
2: feel like I could describe it all day, but what if we just listened to the song? (laughs) Here we go. If I had beers with lemon
1: (laughs) Oh, lemon lemon.
2: Modelo (laughs) Tecate
1: Oh, it's a weird way of saying that
2: Or Corona's with lemon (laughs) If I had (laughs) the loot,
1: He's very rich
2: I'd buy the right fruit (laughs) But I don't no. Can I substitute <laughs> Beers with lemon
1: <laughs> Just heavy, you know? It's like, what's yeah. A- yeah He's not chill like me and Mike. No.
2: Lime is best, hands down. Lime is nice and
1: green. Mm-hmm. It is nice and green.
2: He makes a good point there. I'll give you yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But the only wedge I got is a yellowy <laughs> lemon squeeze? Yeah, yellowy yes. lemon. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh! and by the way, COVID is a. the end? What did he say at the end? <laughs> you spent course. more
1: time with his track, Tim, because yeah. Well, yeah what, did, what, did what did he, he say, say, say at the end? <laughs>
2: At the end, he said COVID is a hoax. Oh,
1: no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, you know Eric,
2: what that is? Eric, it's Eric. probably because him and Van Morrison made those songs protesting the lockdown. That's
1: probably what Right. That's, about. that's right. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Um, so, yeah, he's using lemons, but he mm-hmm. wants to use a lime.
2: Well, most people with a Corona, you squeeze a lime.
1: That's it, what I was ge- – yes, that's what I was yeah, assuming. And,
2: but I just feel like I'm kind of in, in your camp, like with you guys. if. You don't have a lime? Squeeze a lemon or just like whatever, you yeah, know? Tim, you're with us. Yeah. We know.
1: Not a big deal. Yeah.
2: Right. So the three of us like agree.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, that got me thinking. The whole the whole song I was thinking, I've had beers with lime in it. Mm-hmm. I've had beers that have a, an orange in it. Mm-hmm. Blue Moon. Yeah, a, he- a Hefeweizen. A Blue sure. Moon. Mm-hmm. A, a, a Shock Top. Um, do, Have I had a beer with a lemon in it? You know, I
2: don't think that I have. I've had a Kugel summer shandy that is lemon
1: beer mixed together. That's probably the closest I've had, too. I've never had a
2: beer with lemon. I don't know. Maybe we're coming around. Maybe it is sort of a a taboo topic that's bumming us out. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that is kind of a bummer.
2: It's kind of the cool thing about art is it can change the way that you look at the world.
1: Mm. Yeah, I guess so. Well, uh, I don't know if it's, I don't think it's the lemon's fault. It might be. I think it's more the honey, but I will say I've got a bit of a um, a mucus cloud in yeah. the bottom of my bee's knees right now. Yeah. You got a sludge. You got a I got sludge. got some sludge.
2: Were you spitting into that glass the whole time?
1: I was doing more than spitting, Tim, if you can believe it. <laughs> oh, I can <laughs> believe it. With you? Yeah. Going back to the words that we don't like, mucus is one that I don't like because of like if I go to a water fountain and see like a loogie in there, I like will uh, throw up. It's, it's yeah, I think that's. and loogies and and you mucuses. can't see a loogie. No, no, I don't like it. I Me, mean, I'm on
2: loogie.com all day scrolling, <laughs> swiping loogie.com. Speaking of disgusting bodily things, mm-hmm. doesn't your grandfather have a funny way of pronouncing feces?
1: Fecus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so insane. <laughs> I don't know if that's, yeah, I'm not sure if that's how he thought it was said or just like, uh, he said it as like a joke. <laughs> no. I Dude, I heard my grandfather say pornography,
2: <laughs> Like instead of pornography?
1: <laughs> yes. So I, I was, and I was like, wow, what a, what a old fashioned, sweet man. <laughs> that, that like, he, he said, I heard him say forno and then pornography.
2: <laughs> he's so unfamiliar with it. <laughs> it's like, porn he's... spelled
1: with a zero. <laughs> in his head he was like uh, he was like mashing together fornication maybe. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And uh and pornography, but uh I remember even being like 13 being like that's that's not right. <laughs> and then, that, uh...
2: Afterwards, was he like, uh, yeah, I'm on Fornhub all day. I got I, I, gotta, <laughs> like I got a Fornhub premium account.
1: <laughs> Maybe Tom Potter's uh onto something. Check it out, Jeff. I got an eight-inch Forn. <laughs> <laughs> <Grandma>. Grandpa. Grandpa,
2: <laughs> poke that thing back into your underwear.
1: <laughs> that thing ain't the bee's knees, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's time for me to mix up another little uh vn if you know what i mean yeah so what's what's the approach BK, the i mean <laughs> bk that's a that's burger king already yeah
2: well speaking of burger king your way right away you guys let's do a second round mix it up the way that you choose i personally am choosing to forego the orange juice this time and i'm looking at liquor.com it says two ounces of gin three quarter ounce of lemon juice half ounce of honey syrup. I'm going to just try that and see how it stacks.
1: Up. I'm going to do the same thing, but I'm going to do lime instead of lemon. Oh, Timmy, could you send that out? Or could
3: you, um, like, you text bet. it to
2: me? Yep.
3: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365 day returns.
1: And we're back, round two. Yeah, baby. Um, (laughs) Yo, yo. uh, Looks like a bee's knees of an entirely different color. Did you get what would you put in it? I did the uh, liquor.com recipe ah. which I think will be better. Mm-hmm. Let's dive in. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, see, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I already like that. It's simpler. Better? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny lemony. because mm-hmm.
2: that first round was like oh, a lot of few, a lot of different flavors balancing each other out and it's a nice, you know, balance or whatever. This one doesn't have that, but it's like I like it more because it's like it's like gin and lemon,
1: you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. This one with the lime, uh, there's a reason they're not putting lime (laughs) in these things, I think. You did a lime? Uh, It's no good. It's no good. (laughs) It's It's no good? It's fully bad? No, it's not fully bad. It's just uh, it just tastes like a different type of drink. And and like lime and honey are not. Right. Because
2: had you used sugar... Mm -hmm. you would be drinking a gimlet and that's a good Ah. drink, but honey and lime, you can't have a tropical lime and a granny honey.
1: And that's okay. I mean, I I kind of, I didn't know what to expect and now I'll never drink this again.
2: Look, life is weird sometimes. Can be. It can be. Um, But I like this one. Maybe it's just the uh, measurements we were using from, from liquor.com. But Jeff, doesn't this seem a lot stiffer? I'm sipping it out of my coupe glass. And it's like a martini. It's, it's, it's harsh in a good way.
1: Yeah. Um, I use different, le- uh, different honey too, which is a little easier to work with. But what I've learned from this is that I don't like working with honey. I should have prepared my honey syrup in advance. And then also, <laughs> I don't like drinks up. Give me that ice. Oh, interesting. Any drink is better with ice. What if you have a beautiful coupe glass that you want to use? I don't have one. <laughs> Maybe I need to get a good coupe glass that I can get excited about. Jeff, do you want to uh, transition seamlessly into your final take? Mm. Oh, sure. Uh, Doesn't yes. that sound like and a great time I, to do that? And I think this is a very average drink that is totally fine. Order again? I would order it again, but, like, not a priority. Gun to your head. Yeah. Yeah, I see. I see. My take is, is thus. Wow. I will order this again when I go to a... Speakeasy ish type bar, like yeah. a cocktail bar. I will when not in, go to a regular, like, uh, bar, your neighborhood bar where you're mixing it up with Joey and Tommy and all that. You, yeah, you're giving yeah.
2: Terry a knuckle
1: on yeah, his head. Come
2: here, you son Get of a you
1: little noogie man. And while I'm doing that, mix me up a bee's knees. So no, I will <laughs> a have picture this. of bee's knees is for the boys. <laughs> I will have that. I will have this like that. At a speakeasy-ish type place, cocktail bar, or eh, a wedding if they <laughs> have somebody like that uh, at the uh, wedding. Uh, Michael, if if I may. You might. I thought of a distinction that might actually work for what you're saying. A certain Ooh. distinction? Well, this would be a different certain distinction. This, this one I call when in Rome. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's a good, yeah. Oh. This is a W-I-R for me. Yes.
2: I like that. I think that... Um I I like this one because I am a little bit partial to gin cocktails, mm-hmm. so I think I'm I maybe I'm a little more amped on this than you guys, just because I like it a gin and it's floral and it's nice. It's but yeah, I, I wouldn't. When I'm at the corner bar
1: watching With the Terry game, and Bobby, <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm not gonna say hey. <laughs> If the Rams get this touchdown, I'm buying bee's kneeses for everybody in the place. Bee's
1: <laughs> <These> kneeses. <laughs>
2: bee's
1: kneeses. Well, you guys, uh, you're the types of guys who realize that this is bathtub gin is sort of what was being made here. Sure. Yes.
2: We, we, right, that's back. kind of a, the, 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 the common narrative of the of prohibition is you got a lot of cheap bathtub gin, so you got to cover it up with other flavors.
1: That's right. Now, you also understand that uh, my favorite band, Fish, has a song called Bathtub Gin. I thought they had a song called Wilson. (laughs) I thought they had a song called Gaiuti. Well, (laughs) well, you guys might be very good at this quiz. Hit it, Jeff. It's the Bathtub
2: Gin quiz.
1: You greasy, physique, son of a bitch. A little booze news. Wait, what did he say? You greasy what, son of a bitch? You greasy physique son of a bitch. The drummer of the band. <laughs> his One of his nicknames, one of many nicknames is greasy physique. That's a little egg, a little hidden egg, Easter egg for all the fans, <laughs> PH fans a, out there. That's uh-huh. a hidden
2: egg. Wait a second. I'm the Greek physique. This guy's the greasy physique?
1: Okay, he can be.
2: Grease? The fuck? Fishman? So this...
1: Ooh, Jeff! Interesting. You are on your way to possibly okay. answering one what of the
2: questions. What about Gordon?
1: What about Trey? Uh, <laughs> okay, easy guys. Let's, okay, let's start let's, the quiz. I want to see what this what's the what's quiz is about. So this is just you know, do you guys? How much do you know about fish? Here we go. Oh no, <laughs> oh <my gosh.
2: laughs> this sucks because I've seen them four times, but I've never been really paying attention.
1: I kept I kept it pretty pretty light and loose. Okay, okay. great. Fish formed in what city? Burlington, Vermont. Count it. Timothy. Shit. I should have known that. You should have known that, Jeff. I'm from New Hampshire and our two states, 69. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I
2: read a book called Heads. and kind of gave the backstory on all the jam bands.
1: You guys were on this. This one, I'm going to need you to do a, uh, say your name to buzz in because it's kind of a long answer. Well, for
2: me, that's going to be Tim.
1: You guys already kind of had this. Name the members of Fish. Jeff. Yeah. Trey. Anastasio. Mike Gordon. And Fishman. And? Oh, I didn't (laughs) know there was a fourth. (laughs) You've seen them before. He plays the keys. I know. But yes, yes. Now, Mike,
2: is this, would this be the guy that, like, if you're getting tickets, you would say, like, Gordon side or blank side?
1: Mm hmm. Oh. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> starboard starboard <laughs> side well and i, I uh, then i said now if you can just name me what instruments are in the band well he's the keyboard guy uh, okay
2: guitar bass drums keyboard
1: tim oh geez <laughs> and, and what was that guy jumped named? on that i know his name is page mcconnell Page, page McConnell. McConnell, page side, baby. Page side, rage side, page side.
2: Oh, rage side. That's the Morello side. Come on now.
1: Okay. Uh, this, <laughs> is, this is whoever uh, answers closest to the number I'm looking for wins the point. Yes. What year did fish form? So each of you can guess on this one. 1984. 84. And you said 92? Yeah. 83. Tim, 83. Wait a second.
2: Now, let me take you down from Burlington to Rhinebeck, New York. 1983 is where I was born.
1: <gasps> Great. That's, <laughs> so, that's yeah, go. good. Yeah, that is did. good, yes. Yeah, it's really good. What band did Trey Anastasio play with for their run of 50th anniversary dead. shows? Fare thee the-
2: well, Grateful Dead, Good Dudes, Chicago, was- Soldier Field. My boy Mike was there.
1: There for two nights, snuck in first night. Here we go. <laughs> I'm getting <laughs> shut out. <laughs> Where did the three of us see Fish live? Forum. Hollywood Bowl. Who's at the forum? Jeffy. Jefferson did it.
2: Hooray. Wait, we, we saw him at the bowl as well.
1: I don't think Jeff was at that one. Oh. You have to listen to the question, Tim. Where did the three of us, it's sort of a numbers game.
2: Can I, Jeff, Jeff, can I tell a story about you at that show?
1: Yeah, go for it.
2: I just, re- oh, wait, well, Michael barfed.
1: All right, Hold on well, Hold on a second, Tim. That's, that was my next question.
2: Oh, okay. Well, pause on that. But I just remember, um, I, we were, we had good seats cause we we're up high, but we were like stage left. So Gordon side, right. And we're, uh. Beautiful vantage point. I'm chilling out watching the show. And then we're in we got a good group of people, but we're kind of spread out. This is uh late in the night, second set. They play two sets, right? Mm-hmm. And I I remember turning around and be like, Where's Jeff? And I look at Jeff, Jeff, and you're <laughs> sitting Nobody around you, like everyone else had gone off to get, uh, to buy food or whatever, Mm -hmm. but you're sitting there, sitting up real straight and you had your arms crossed tight in front of you, kind of almost uh, uh, forearms flexed, Mm -hmm. big smile on your face. Tears streaming down your face.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: yes. Fully, fully having a trippy uh, crying moment uh, during the show. And, but you were hey, loving these it. these things happen. You were, having, you were very – it was a smile. And there were tears of joy. Wow.
1: Okay. Here we go. Here's the next one. What article of clothing does drummer John Fishman wear for each show? Moo Moo. Yay, Jefferson. Every show he wears a Moo Moo? He wears, yeah, you know that, that uh, pattern that's like the blue with the uh, red with uh, circles red on it? red circles. Yeah. That's like uh, he's worn that or something like it for. That's cool. Yeah, like a house dress type of thing. Okay. Approximately how many times have I seen fish?
2: 35. Oh.
1: No, 14. Yeah, I, I, I don't really know, but I say around 30. Wow. Holy
2: shit. When was the first one?
1: The first one was in '96, I think, at at Saratoga Performing Arts Center. Spac,
2: you know, yeah, I of the saw the encore was um, "Good
1: Times, Bad Times" by Led Zeppelin was the one of the encore.
2: I saw Jackson Brown at Spac two summers ago.
1: Ah, oh, yes. Okay, here's a here's kind of a multi multi question, multi choice thing. Fish has done several multi day festivals. Tell me which one uh, on this list is a real one. Oh. Baker's dozen. Hold on a second. I'm gonna n- name a few, and you tell me which was which one's the real one. Uh uh-huh. ah, yes. The Vonda Hoda. <laughs> the Antelope Valley Hop. <laughs> the Makasupa Run or the Great Went.
2: Jesus. Vonda Hoda.
1: Can you say them again? Like I can't I can't even remember one of these, let alone like four. <laughs> the Vanda Hoda, uh-huh, the Makasupa Run, uh-huh, Antelope Valley Hop, the Great Went, Makasupa Run. Nope.
2: Fuck. Well, Antelope Valley Hop is more it feels more of a Frank Zappa thing. Am I right about that? hmm So what's left? It's The Great Went. Great Went!
1: <laughs> Does anyone get that? You can't give that to Tim. Yeah. No, no one gets that. You that can't. was that was such a <laughs> you mess. Can't. And no, none of those are real. Like Antelope Valley hop isn't anything. I just made that up. Damn. Um they play they play at Antelope Valley, but Maka run, Vondahoda. I made it as all well. uh, Great Went though. Tim, remember that that video you sent us of the uh bathtub gin jam? Yeah. At, yeah, it was from the Great Went. The Went The jam. Great
2: Went. I was like picturing that YouTube video and thinking, ah, oh, the Vondahoda <laughs> is Wait, did you just come up with the sounds Vondahota from nowhere? It sounds real.
1: Yeah, I just came up with wow. Mm, it. Wow. Maybe it is real. Higher. Maybe I'm grabbing it from something. Makasupa Run is a mix up of uh, Run Like an Antelope and Makasupa Policeman, which are songs. And Antelope Valley is just where they play. And the Great Went was sort of like a cast member of Cheers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: well, no. he, was, he really was a Great Went when you think about it.
1: The Great Went is a reference to uh, a line in Firewalk With Me. <gasps>
2: oh.
1: Yeah. The, the line is, Lynch. I'm not Jacques. I am the Great Went. It's a very Lynchian Um, reference. I understand. Yeah, I
2: I was watching uh, Fire Walk With Me recently, and I noticed some sort of overlap with Twin Peaks. I think they might be in the same Hmm. (laughs) lynchiverse.
1: Yeah. Um, Let's see. Okay, we are at. We got four to three. Four to three. Mm -hmm. Because no one got that point. That last point. Great. Here's a. You guys, you should both know this. You're going to really have to be the first one to say it. What fish song have we covered? Susie Greenberg. Fuck. that's right. that's right. I knew it my and lips just weren't moving faster. <laughs> and the final question, T- Jeff, you can't win unless you want to make this a double point.
2: Do you Jeff, do you want to make it a double point?
1: actually triple point because because then you'll win and I don't have any bonus questions. what? So wait, so if you get this, it's a triple point and you win and th- but if Tim gets it, he beats me my even more that's right. Mm, that's no, a tough that's, one. That's bad. That's tough. Uh, I'll take the risk. Okay, you want it to be a triple point. It's a triple point. Okay. Name this tune. Oh shit.
3: Welcome, this is a-
2: Farmhouse.
1: Ooh, Jeff.
3: You T- lost man. by a lot. Oh,
1: I knew that was gonna happen. You lost. <laughs> <laughs> that's the see. So you know that song, Jeff. No, I don't. Farmhouse, of course, you know Farmhouse. Uh, No, I don't.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I beg to differ, you absolutely do. (laughs) Well,
1: I guarantee guarantee you, you know it now. (laughs) This is going to come up and you are going to, yeah, I know that song because I lost so bad. It's going to
2: burn me for the rest of my life. (laughs) You're not going to live that one down. It's going to haunt you. Well, I don't know. I thought that was fun. Mike, that was a very fun quiz. And fish for me is right in that zone where you know I don't know what I would know. You know it's it's like there's certain things you just pick up by osmosis but you just don't know.
1: Sure. Sure. Well, hey, that was a good quiz, Mike. Thank you.
2: I when you when you introduced the quiz, I said what's Mike going to ask? And I thought for sure you were going to ask me what is the name of Trey's Rock Opera uh, and I was going to say Stonehenge.
1: Uh, you've been cl- gamehenge. No! Gamehenge. <laughs> i'm glad i didn't ask it i'm just <laughs> thank glad God.
2: thank you jesus
1: he he did a, he did the music for a broadway show once uh called hands on a hard body it was about the oh yeah i think that that contest where you keep a hand on a car and the winner oh
2: i heard that movie was yeah. great
1: the movie i think was good i don't i think the the musical kind of flopped but hmm. well okay well that's the quiz great quiz Great quiz. quiz. And I feel like, Mike, I know you better, and like the listener gets a little bit of insight into each of us guys. Thank you. Thank you. Know me. Come
2: in here and know me better, man. What's Mm -hmm. that
1: for? That's Christmas Carol, baby. Muppet Christmas Carol quiz. That'd be good. Not yet. Yeah, next week. Um, I think it's time to wrap this thing. Speaking of Christmas, get the presents wrapped up and send this one oh, yeah. off to Santa's helper and yep. get it out to the people.
2: Yes, those little elves are standing there waiting to get it all <laughs> sent off.
1: Their pink little fingers wiggling, waiting for that Ugh. gift of a podcast to be
2: sure. Sent one to of them room. wants to be a dentist, but the rest <laughs> of them are more than happy to work oh, in the workshop.
1: that's our show follow us on social media at the sloppy boys where we release these recipes ahead of time and check us out on patreon where you can subscribe and you, you get a whole nother show every week that's called the sloppy boys blowout and it's not about cocktails so much we do movies and albums and Ostensibly books. We haven't gotten to a book yet.
2: <laughs> We're working on it. We're reading the cliffs Notes.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's patreon.com slash thesloppyboys. Guys, any last words? Um, I wanted to say, you know,
2: buzz, 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 spring has sprung.
1: Yeah, huh. spring has sprung. And, and you, that's a good point. Make this a spring drink for you and all your friends. And hey, make the honey syrup ahead of time. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> See you next week. Later. Come in and show me feathers, Dan. <laughs> what? <laughs> Charles Dickens, you have to relay it, write that line.
2: Come in and lend me your
3: leather, man. <laughs>